Welcome to the Hillside Podcast. We trust that you'll be impacted by listening to today's message. Hey guys, good? Technology works? Yay? Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Um, I don't know if Stevie did guests, did he? Yeah, okay. I'm just, just covering all the bases here. Who needs a microphone? Awesome. Well, today... <laughs> Don't be afraid of the mic, guys. Today we will be speaking about family, <coughs> church's family. Um, who's, been, who's been around while we've done another, when we've done another panel chat? Okay, awesome. So you kind of know what we're in for today, a bit. And um, we have the lo- these lovely people joining us who I would like to just say have and do play a very integral part in Hillside in our family, ranging from people being here for like however long you can tell us just now to like two years, three years. And it's, these guys are, just from what I've seen, have, has been incredible in, in operating as family in, in Hillside Church. Okay. So um, I think for those of us who don't know, we have been working through the series of Church Being Family because we are our family. And I, just before we get to start discussing things, I just want to mention why, why we are family. And the why we gather and why we are family is because Jesus has brought us back together. He has brought the family together. He's restored our relationship with God, which means our relationships also are of the utmost importance. You know, the Trinity is family, right? And we've been grafted into the family. So we are, we are all, oh, my notes, sorry guys, we are all family. I want to um, read something cool here. Who, do, who of you guys know who Eugene Peterson is? Yeah, I wouldn't say he's a personal friend. I wish I did know him. I've seen some really cool videos of, he just seems amazing. But he writes, he wrote the message and he translates Ephesians 2:17 to 22 as this: Christ brought us together through the death on the cross. The cross got us to embrace, and that is the end of hostility. Christ came and preached peace to you outsiders and peace to us insiders, being the Jews and the Gentiles. We, are, of course, are all Gentiles, or you know. Um, He treated us as equals and so made us equals. Through him we both share the same spirit and have equal access to the Father, which means we're family. We've been adopted into this family. That's plain enough, isn't it? You're You're no longer wandering exiles. The kingdom of faith is now your home country. Ha. You're no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here with as much rights to the name Christian as anyone. God is building a home. He's using us all, irrespective of how we got here, in what he is building. He used the apostles and the prophets for the foundation. Now he's using you or us, fitting us brick by brick, stone by stone, with Jesus Christ as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. We see it taking shape day after day, a holy temple built by God, all of us built into it, a temple in which God is quite at home. How amazing is that, hey? What a great, great translation. So 
again, we are family because Christ has brought us together. We have been adopted and brought into the family of the Trinity, of together. We are brothers and sisters. And this whole series, we've kind of covered that. And it's been amazing to see different aspects from um, sons and daughters through to fathering and mothering and cousining and auntieing and all those things. So without further ado, let us um, introduce our panel members. So we have... Um, oh, wrong slide. That's not supposed to be question and answers. So we have Jean Micklebray, Ian McKenzie, Chanel Long, and Sean Walford. So maybe if you guys can just share with us, maybe starting with Sean, tell us who you are and a little bit about us. Just give these guys uh, some good support. Morning, everyone. Um, as Luke said, my name is Sean Walford. Um, been around Hillside for, sure, I think it's about 10 years, I think. Um, yeah, married to my wife, Samantha, in the back. Um, Sam is the longest-serving member of Hillside, I think. Uh, she's been here since she was one. Um, and, yeah, we're expecting our first baby in about eight weeks, I think. <laughs> so Come going on. on a bit of a journey. But, yeah, it's, it's awesome. That's um, amazing. Yeah, I've been saved for quite a few years and just love God. And, yeah, love, love this house. It's an amazing place to be a part of. That's awesome. Jean. Hi everyone, yes, I'm Jean Micklebrace. I'm married to Dennis. Um, we've been part of Hillside since 2007, and um, it's just been a wonderful time of really just getting closer to each person that, yeah, it's just been amazing. We have a, um, grandchildren, and yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Come on. Hi, I'm Ian. Um, I'm married to Elizabeth, my beautiful wife, and we've got three lovely children. Been coming coming here for the last two years. Yeah, that's awesome. Two years, hey? Hi, I'm Chanel, and I'm not married. <laughs> I've been here for um, two and a half years. I moved down from Nizhna, and I moved here really knowing like maybe a handful of people if I was lucky in this space. So, yeah, I understand building family. That's awesome. So Chanel is open to proposals. Um, <laughs> keeping it in the family, guys. No, that's awesome. I'm, I'm kidding. She's not open to proposals. Um, that's cool. So let's, let's maybe start with Jean. I'd love to maybe let us know... What has your involvement been in Hillside, in this family? What, what things have you been up to? What have you been doing? Um, okay. Um, when we joined Hillside, the first, uh, first thing we did was join a home group, and it's been amazing. And then we really felt on our hearts that God opened a door for us to, to start a group from our house. Mm. And it started as a very multicultural group, mostly our, my lady that uh, worked at our home and used to come to Hillside. She joined and asked some of the other ladies and guys that lived along the road, some of the guys from Kersney working at the coffee shop. And yeah, it's just grown and that's been like 10 years. Wow. And uh, we've just, it's been amazing to see people um, that God has brought into our little group That's and awesome. seeing them grow 
into um, your amazing, mature um, your members of Hillside and just going out there and doing amazing things. That's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, we've I've just also had opportunity to have wonderful relationships here. That's awesome. And um, also being involved with Ikasasaletu, which is uh, Hillside's outreach um, NGO, PBO, into the valley, into, and there are a number of people here in Hillside that are working really powerfully in Embo and Kwanusa. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Come on. That's amazing. Yin, um, <laughs> could you share a little bit of your family's journey here in the last two years? What's, I don't know, what's brought you here, what's kept you here, how you've been involved? What's kept us here is the amazing family we, we've been introduced to. Yeah. Uh, from the home group to the church to, yeah, it's just uh, it's an unbelievable time we're going through as well. Um, yeah, I've got involved in the sound team. My wife got first yeah. involved with uh, musicians. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. What have, you, what have you guys found... Let's go here. What have you guys found easy about integrating here and what have you found difficult? Sorry, these are unprepared questions. So, but you're doing a great job. Thanks. So. Come uh, on. The easiest part was joining Pulse and then uh, from there connecting to a home group with Justin Kirst, uh, amazing leaders they are, and That's they awesome. really focus on the family side of the home group, the connecting and sharing in-depth discussions. Yeah. Cool. So you guys, you guys got integrated through Pulse. Yeah. And yeah you we found we haven't really found easy. too much difficult. It's Is just it? just been a nice, hey. amazing journey. Okay. Cool. So you've only been here two years. So now I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it gets from glory to glory, guys. It gets easier and easier. No, that's amazing. Well, we love absolutely love having you guys serving and helping out some sound and worship and just having you guys around. And to, to let you guys know, in case you wanna want to, um, what's the word, party, party, they, they, they have games evenings every Friday night without fail, just about without fail, so they're big board games people, and I'm sure With they would, the Wolfords would, and the DeSantosers, yeah, and they would love to invite you to come and gate crash their board game parties, that's awesome, um, Chanel, so your involvement with the, you've been really key in putting together all the young adults. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, so when I arrived at Hillside, beginning of 2016, I didn't spot any people similar my age, like 18 to 25, 26. Um, and those that I did, I just walked straight up to. <laughs> um, I actually interrupted Sean's conversation with Brendan and just asked if there's other young people and can we be friends. <laughs> and that was my second week here. And Brendan introduced me to one other young adult and that was like the three of us started hanging out. Yeah. And I just realized that it takes a lot of intentionality with building family. It's not something that's passive. It's not something you can expect other people to do for you. Yes, we've built momentum, so now on a... Tuesday night, there's like 20, there's at least 20 of us, but there's a group of 25 of us 
between like 18 to 31 that meets on a Tuesday. And that's two years ago, there were three of us. So what's cool is just you have to be intentional. And that's what I've learned. And now once you build momentum, people come into family, it's so much less work for them because of what we've built. So, yeah, I just love the young adults, and I think they're amazing and capable of a lot of things. Come on. Because I'm one of them. You are one of them. (laughs) You're single and getting ready. No, kidding. (laughs) I'm not going to let you this one down. Um, What what would you say you've learned through through building family in the in the young adults arena? I've learned that it takes work, um, but it's also messy, and that's okay. So they'll know, like as a leader, I've messed up. <laughs> and we figured things out, and we've had to like communicate about things before. We've had to like have family chats almost. And we've learned what works and what doesn't. What was the question again? What have you learned? <laughs> there we go. What have you learned? Exactly that. Yeah. We've learned what doesn't work and what does, but that it's continue. Family is not one of those things that you can sit back once it's finally working because you're continually growing people and you're continually growing. So if I sat back suddenly now or they sat back without inviting new people, without going out, without um, realizing their potential, we just become a stagnant church. So I've learned that you're never going to reach a point. You're always building relationship and you're always building family. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. Have you guys got anything to say about that? Because there's some gems in there. Not right now. Okay. No, that's fine. Okay, cool. Um, how is... I'm going to open the floor up to you guys, or the stage up. How has being a part of Hillside Family affected you and your family? Um, how... Yeah. Yeah, I think... Well, I mean, I met I met Sam here, which is quite an interesting well, <laughs> journey. So <laughs> it's big, had a profound yeah. impact on 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 I think us. But um, I, I think I think Hillside just a, a, has been a great place to to grow, yeah. um, to explore different avenues of of what God has for us. Um, so when when we first got married, Sam was a bit younger than I am, but she is now, but, um, you know, we, we've progressed together quite, you know, yeah. quite a lot, and, and through through the different stages as we've walked, you know, there's been different things that we can participate in, yeah. um, you know, it's been a great place to just come and explore what God has from youth to preaching on the streets to outreach to um, doing sound or leading home group or being involved in so many other aspects of, yeah. of church life. I think what's what's been great to now, up till now, and I think going forward is that there's so many places for us to participate and be part of this family. And it doesn't matter where we've been at, there's been that space. Yeah. How do you how do you guys manage and deal with because obviously you can't do everything in Hillside together. Yeah. Obviously you're wanting to, but how do you how do you get that dynamic? How do you get that balance where, you know, Instead of being out all the time and doing stuff on your own, you're including each other and going after things. Does it make sense? It, it does. I, I think it's it's an interesting question because Sam and I haven't done that much apart in Hillside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so 
besides sound, I think um, most of the things we've done done has, has been together, which I think yeah. has been an interesting dynamic because it, it adds to, to our relationship. So who we are is built on, on what we do together. Yeah. It's, it's great to do things by ourselves, but at the same time, being family is being intentional about being together. You know, there's yeah. no point in, in, in me going off all the time and doing my own thing here and, and Sam doing something else because that's not helpful. Yeah. It can be, but I don't think most of the time, you know, we want to be building who we are together in, in, in God and not our own life without each other. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't know if anyone else has. <laughs> yeah, um, what, what was wonderful for, for Dennis and I was to find that God had given us the same heart. So we had an amazing opportunity to be like spiritual parents as, um, you know, young people were brought into our lives that we were able to share our lives with and um, mm. just share the, the joy of seeing growth and do things together. So, yeah, that's what that's I found. Awesome. Come on. Anyone else got anything to add? No, that's okay. That's cool. Awesome. No, that's good. I, I love, um, yeah, I just love the whole thing of we build, we build the church and build family together with our actual family. There shouldn't be this, the separation of the two. I think that's really, really important because um, it's a little bit counterproductive if, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because it doesn't help. So I'm kind of verbally processing at the same time. But it doesn't help if you're making sure the church is okay at the expense of your family. I don't think that's ever, ever been... It's actually not right. It's not, it's not heaven. It's not the kingdom. So how, how, would you, how would you do that? How would you make sure that you... We're doing this with our families together. You've got to make time to spend time as a couple and as a, in the larger group as a family as well. Yeah. So it's making that effort to, to spend maybe chatting to someone different and that you've never spoken to and just in learning more about them. That's awesome. That's cool. You guys good? Okay, cool. I can share from a perspective of someone that's grown up in the church and my dad pastored a church too, so we've grown up in church. And one of those things was always including us, not ever dis um, disqualifying us because of how old we were. Yeah, and I think Hillside does that really well with raising up the young children. And so if you're a parent in here, just recognize what your child's hearing, recognize how they're viewing God, recognize the value and how God's speaking through them. Because if they recognize that their voice is valuable and who they are is valuable as a child, there's no reason why they won't stay and like be part of the family too. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how practically could we encourage our kids or other people? actually, to be, to integrate and be, become a part of the family. Um, I think uh, being intentional is so important, you know, like, and I'll use our board games group as, a, <laughs> as, the, as, the, as the, the sounding board or the test, but like, 
you know, it's, it's, I think Ian and Elizabeth were, were kind of intentional about saying, well, come and join us, you know. Awesome. And as much as over the last few weeks, it maybe hasn't been every week, um, we, we, we're trying, you know, and, and it's difficult. I mean, the, out of the three couples involved, two are pregnant, so that kind of throws a spanner in the works, you know. <laughs> so, um, but it's about being intentional more than anything else. It's a difficult one, you know, like, so even though work is tough, Sometimes things are difficult, you know, we're all going through our own battles and it's, yeah. and, and you can't discount that, you know, everyone in the, in the room here is sitting and going, well, you know, I don't necessarily have time to go and hang out with somebody or see somebody, yeah. but at the same time, we're all walking through something and it's about being intentional and not just letting that person slide away, you know, I think Elizabeth's on our group That's every good. week who's playing games and then there's silence, <laughs> you know, but she's at least trying, and she's going, guys, I want to play, I'm keen, who's, who's here, yeah. you know, and, and as much as it's, that's a silly example, the same applies to this family of, of Hillside, you know, is, it's, oh, I'm going and doing this, who wants to come, yeah, you know, awesome. who's, who's, who, I'm going to play cricket in a couple of weeks' time, who's coming along to play, you know, it might not be the thing you do, you might never have picked up a cricket bat before, you might never have played a board game before, but actually, that's not the point, yeah. The the point is being being intentional about who we are and about this family, That's you know. Awesome. And and growing up, you know, my parents didn't necessarily do everything I enjoyed all the time or something that my brother enjoyed. Or but it was sometimes we did new things that none of us had ever done before. And I'm, I'm sure most of us know that, you know. Yeah. But actually, that that same principle applies to this family, you know. So it's as much as we are what we do at home, the same thing can be done here. It's just. Yeah obviously a little bit different, but the same questions can be asked. And again, it's just intentional about where we're going and who we are. Yeah, that's awesome. It's also about making that, sometimes you have a really tough week at work, and maybe on top of that you have a bit of family issues that come through, but it's sometimes it's that making yourself vulnerable and opening up to a, a group of friends or family that you have, that you can just relax and just calm yourself down. And just take your mind off everything else. And sometimes by doing that, you actually manage to get more of a clear thought on what you have to do. Yeah, because um, sometimes, I'm speaking from recent experience, you know, you go through, sorry, I'm ignoring you. I'm not ignoring you guys. Um, we, you, you go through tough times in family and we tend to isolate ourselves and become kick into survival mode. But actually by opening up our homes and letting people invade our space is sometimes the most helpful thing to do. And that's also, it's just, I mean, yesterday we had, Bron and I going through some tough times with our kids, being young and not sleeping and sick, but we had people yesterday invade our home, kind of, they did ask for permission, but it was kind of like, hey, we're coming, you know, we're going to, and it was actually, to be honest, I was a little bit like, oh, I don't feel like this, I could, you know, but it was actually really, really good. And it just brought in so much life and makes you feel more connected to each other. It was really, really good. Come on. And thanks for, to the guys who did that. It was, it was super awesome. Cool. So I think before we carry on, let's move on to some questions from you guys. Um, let's see if that works. Yes, questions and answers. What does Steve say? You bring the Qs and we give you the As. Um, so the first question we had was um, 
Being family requires effective and free communication of family life, ideas, small events, and plans. At present, it feels like that it is difficult to communicate freely with the wider family. At the same time, we are all aware of how one can be overloaded WhatsApp groups by inappropriate communications. How can we encourage more free and open communication within Hillside as, so as to build the family and have more interaction? That is a long but good question. So, I think, do you guys have anything to, to add to that, or to, to contribute? I think um, it's impossible for all of us to have our voice heard on a Sunday morning, so it's kind of, your small group is that area where you get to share and make announcements, or like ask for prayer, and um, share things, and if it's almost like, going to be more, then you find the space and the position to share more. So I think, like, if you're not in a small group, you're probably not getting your voice heard. Um, Just in, like, announcements, like everyday life, but also the spiritual stuff that you're needing or your prayers, I would definitely encourage you to get into a small group because the fact is, like, church is big and things get lost and your needs and your announcements or whatever you're needing um, gets lost in a bigger group. So you do need that small group and that. That's awesome. I think I'd like to just um, speak a little bit practically on this. Um, I think communicating with each other on a macro hillside-wide level is a very, very difficult thing to do. Um, So that's why I... You know, get involved in small groups, get involved in your, your ministry groups or whatever groups you have and create communication groups within that. That's a great way to do it. But also um, on, you know, f- to keep up to date with what's going on at Hillside, we, we continually trying to keep, keep you up to date with news, with what's happening. Um, we've got our newsletters, we've got, you know, email newsletter, we've got WhatsApp broadcast messages. Um, There's a whole lot of things that we are doing. But there is a specific tool that you can use um, on a micro level. So if you're wanting to broadcast something and you're wanting to host an event, so there's there's two facilities in which you can do that. Unfortunately, they both are on Facebook only because Facebook is designed like that. So that is the only resource we really have available at this stage. So the ways to do that is to go, go to our Facebook page, hit like, our, we have Facebook forward slash We Are Hillside. And on there we have two groups. Firstly, we have events, actually, where you can keep up to date with our events. And then secondly, we have two groups. One is Hillside Family, and the second is Hillside Social Gatherings. These groups have specifically been set up so that we can, you know, so that you as, as family members can broadcast what, what, you're, what you're doing, what you're feeling. You can get some engagement. You know, Gary here broadcasts on there that he's planning a trip to Swaziland, and it's a really great space in where we can, we can do that kind of thing. I would like to ask that we just, you know, keep, you know, honor the space and don't spam it with funny business requests and marketing schemes, and all that kind of stuff. Is that good? So there's a great tool to do that. Otherwise, your home group, WhatsApp groups, and all that kind of stuff, chat with the admins or your Facebook group leaders, or in that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, 
Do you have something yeah. to say? Go sorry, ahead. sorry, look, I just want to add to that. I think, you know, that that's great, and I think it's an amazing platform. I really do. Like, it's great to just feel involved and get involved. However, being knitted in is probably way more beneficial, yeah. <laughs> if I can say that. Um, you know, like, I think for myself, when we've been really involved in what is going on in this family, when we've been busy and it's, you know, you at prayer meetings, you, you, you're involved in whatever, lead, leading whatever you're in, in your home group, you're going to home group, you're doing whatever the church is doing, you're coming to the events, you you actually find out way more than you do by reading anything else because just with yeah, a sense a of community and sitting around and talking, you suddenly hear, oh, there's a cricket day happening or somebody's going here or somebody's doing that and, you know, I, I, this is great, but during when Jesus was walking the earth or, or 10 years ago or 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 years ago, these, some of these things didn't exist or definitely didn't exist, but yet yeah, awesome. people felt involved, they felt connected, they knew what was going on, and actually nothing can replace the human interaction. Um, and awesome. we need to be involved in what, what is Come going on, on sure. to feel it. It's good. Okay. Come on, that's amazing. Yay. Um, next question, so... Question two is the concept of family lends itself to being sons. Where am I? I've lost myself here. Okay. Leads itself to being sons in the house, but the act of fathering and mentoring is also critical to church community. How does this fit into the family structure? Good question. Who's Jean? Um, I think um, I can just maybe sum up what we have said in the past. And as we enter the church family, it's almost like a natural family where you come in as a baby, totally immature, um, still going to grow. And I think as we grow, we grow into being older brothers and sisters, aunts. Or, and as you grow, you will, you know, like Ephesians 4 speaks about the maturing. Um, you can be part of maturing those around mm. you, the other parts of the family, and yeah, just being ready to pour your life out and to share your heart and actually want to see the maturity in, in the younger ones yeah, coming up awesome. or new Christians, no matter what age. Um, so the mentoring is almost like an organic kind of thing in a family. Yeah, that's awesome. I think there is that organic side, but there's also a side where it's really intentional, you know. Mm. We can be for 10 years and remain a son, but at some stage, sons become fathers and daughters become mothers. And there's an intentional thing about, actually, God, who, who are you bringing into my life that I can, I can mentor? Who are you bringing into my life that I can walk alongside, not as a brother or a sister, but as a father or a mother, you know? And that relationship is very different as Roger covered last week. Um, and I, I just wanted to say, for me, I found that the, the way Jesus said, make disciples, that that is the easiest way to make disciples, is awesome. in the family to walk alongside. And, um, oh, that's mentor. good. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, think, I think sometimes family can look a little bit messy, and no family is ever the same. What? My family is perfect. Your family is perfect. Uh, so is mine. <laughs> um, and I think that uh, we all have a different concept of what a father looks like or what 
an uncle or, or what somebody who's mentoring us looks like. And I think that um, the it is so important that we we look at people within the house and not paint them or look at them with the eyes that we know somebody a father to be or a mother to be because I think sometimes we discount people. I know I have sometimes. You look at somebody and go, oh, I can't go talk to them because they don't necessarily look like what a father looks like. And that's not really fair, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I think within the house, God has placed some amazing people, like Roger was saying last week. You know, there's some, some amazing fathers and mothers sitting in this room, but yet because of our background, we discount what a father is or what a mother is due to yeah. experiences we've had. Yeah. Um, and, and actually sometimes the step goes, let me rather get mentored by them, i.e. let me just go and have a conversation with them. So let me just go and have coffee with them and just find out who they are because actually that's what I want to know right now. You know, I can't look up to them as a father because I can't value their input yet. You know, because awesome. you know, a father, for me anyway, you know, my dad was amazing and he's he's walked many years with me and you know I look up to him because of I know that he's always going to be there for me but yeah. for other people you know if I if I look at we spend some time at a Catello and 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 those those kids they have no concept of what a father is so when you refer to God as the father they're going he only is a person who abandons me yeah. and who runs away you know he's never there That's I can't awesome. count on him but actually when you spend time with them and you you're just talking to them and you're slowly building that relationship that starts a process of, of, of becoming a father, yeah, you know, on, as, as a, not necessarily a, more of a spiritual father than anything else. And I think we must never just, yeah, we must never discount who other people and who other people in the house are who God yeah, has put here. Awesome. That's good. That's good. Cool. Um, it's got so much. Oh, we can, we can, we'll, we can come to you just now. Um, I think just to give you guys another tool is we, we've obviously got our, our podcast and stuff. In the last few weeks, we have spoken quite intensively about fathering and that kind of stuff. So I just want to encourage you, our podcasts are available on all platforms. You can search for Hillside on it and listen to them. That's a great way to stay up to date with the messages and what's going on. Um, so... There's also the website where you can actually just listen to the, the, the preachers on there as well, straight off there. Cool. Question three. Um, we have, while being a close-knit family is great, I have sometimes found it to be clicky. How do we go beyond this and not become exclusive? Great question. So I, that's something I have heard. Have I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah, I have heard it where people have struggled to integrate into Hillside because they felt it's, or even other groups within Hillside because they feel it's clicky. Um, do you guys have some insight into that? Um, so I'll, I'll, they'll speak to the being inclusive rather than exclusive. But one of the first things I would say is I always like get a bit of a fright when people say people are being clicky but they're not giving any effort or that they're like slipped into a bit of a victim thing. So first thing when a young adult comes in, I always like the first thing I tell them is 
this is going to take work from your side and we'll put it in too, but it's going to be a partnership of like you putting work in and us putting work in. And maybe I also chat through expectations. How many of you have walked into a church with expectations of other people before? No one raised their hand. Wow. Oh, Clinton. <laughs> um, yeah, just restructuring your expectations of who people should be in your life and letting God like work in you and work in who he brings around you. Because so often we come in with these expectations and we get disappointed by people. And I'm not saying it's not that people being clicky sometimes, but first thing is just check yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really good. I think on that, you know, to getting involved in a close-knit family can be difficult because we're a close-knit family. And it takes, at, sometimes you'll walk right in and people are like, I mean, the ideal world, the perfect world is, hey, welcome, you know, come get involved. Who are you? What are you? Where are you from? All that kind of stuff. But sometimes it, it, we need to get beyond, or goes more beyond that. And it's like, actually, how can I push in? How can I, how can I, like Chanel walks up to the sound guys and be like, hey, are there any young adults here? I mean, come on. So sometimes it really does take, take a little bit of pushing in and a little bit of giving in to, to, to get something. Um, whereas other times it can be really easy. Um, and this is family. It's messy. We haven't got this thing down. And I think we've got to be okay with that. But also, let's be that. Let's be the answer. Let's be the welcoming, non-clicky, non-exclusive bunch of people as far as we can be. Yeah, I, I just feel that we, it's, it's very helpful to remember that you are a gift awesome. to the church, that each one of us is actually a gift. And when we withhold ourselves, uh, we actually robbing people of the treasure that is in us, and yeah. we shouldn't be afraid to love even when we not love back straight That's away, awesome. or afraid to share our lives or be vulnerable, because there is huge reward from um, being vulnerable and sharing without expectation. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, just, just a side comment. Every church has, people have that perception that there are clicky groups, and it's not a a hillside issue. It could be a they they go to different churches and they never find where they want because they don't put themselves out to maybe take that first step and look go into a group and make that that first move to to connect to people. And if if you aren't prepared to 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 do that, then you're never ever going to find where you really want to be yeah, in a church. That's awesome. I think it takes vulnerability. Um, whether we've been here for 10 years, 20 years, two days, or, you know, it takes a certain amount of vulnerability to open ourselves up. Um, and the last thing would be check yourself. Are you someone who's aware of the room, that there's people that are excluded in a corner? And are you taking the effort to include them? Are you like, oh, someone else will do it? Because you actually, like, 
Jean said, hold so much value. And I always tell people, the person sitting next to you or someone in the room could hold your breakthrough you've been praying for for years, but you were too busy or you were too wrapped up in your own thing to bring other people into the circle. So it's, it goes both ways. Yeah, it's awesome. Is this okay, guys? Are you guys good? Okay. I think on the light of this, let's move on from questions, unless you have you got something else. Okay. Um, I'd love to open up to the floor, maybe if Sean and Ian can man the mics. Could you, has anyone here had an experience or would you like to share with us how you have felt included in Hillside? Um, has someone done something for you to make you feel a part of the family? That would be awesome just to share, share with us. Go for it. If you can, Yeah. Um, my name is Matt. I mean, me and my dad we went to City Hill before we came to Hillside. And when I went to Hills, uh, City Hill, nobody came up to me and said, hey, come join the home group or come join in. Yeah. The minutes I walked through those doors, I was flocked with young adults That's around awesome. me. And being the newbie, as Chanel says, it's, I've, felt a lot better about myself and surrounded by such amazing young adults. Um, awesome. And being in Hillside, I've grown spiritually and oh, there you go. mentally. And it's really been awesome being part of the Hillside family. Come on, um, that's amazing. Whereas like at City Hill, I never really... Okay. You know. well, we don't need to, to mention Soda Hill. We love Soda Hill, guys. Yay, come on. You're amazing. Well done, young adults. We love Soda Hill, guys. As, as you know, we all know that none of us have it all together. So, come on. Anyone else? Yeah, over there. getting a bit, I needed to say something now. Um, we're going through a pretty tough time at the moment, just with my husband having, changing his work situation. And I personally could not cope very well by myself with the whole thing. But to have this family supporting us is so amazing. Um, men who come and surround my husband, who are yeah, lifting awesome. him up, who are giving him words of encouragement, praying for him, people who come you know, to me and pray with me. Uh, when the chips are down, that's when it really counts. Yeah. Um, and we heard that testimony earlier on um, with the babies and, and the sick families. When people, when you're going through a hard time and the family steps in, and helps. That's like that's awesome. everything. Come on, yay. That's so good. Luan? Hi there, my name is Luan. We joined Hillside, I'm getting emotional now, <laughs> which doesn't happen often, um, about five years ago. And we, as a family, so it was my two kids, my mom and my dad, and my parents were living with us at the time. And so we started coming to Hillside probably about the June or July. So we just missed the second sort of intake of the Pulse group. 
So we couldn't connect in with a group at the time. So we didn't know anybody at Hillside, but we loved the feel and we would come every Sunday. Then in December, my dad got ill and he had an op and he ended up passing away suddenly and unexpectedly. Sorry. Okay. On the 22nd of December. So at that stage, we'd been connecting with Hillside for six months, still hadn't really made a lot of friends and knew a lot of people. And here we were having to plan a memorial for my dad. And the church office was closed, so I couldn't get hold of anybody. I didn't have anybody's cell number as to who to phone and who, who could help us. Um, so I came to church that, that Sunday after the 22nd, and the only person that we knew was Dave Clarkson because my husband grew up next to him in Ladysmith. So literally after the service, I ran up to Dave, I grabbed him and I said to him, please, you've got to help me. I've got to plan a memorial for my dad and I don't know anybody, I don't know the elders, I don't know how to contact anybody. Can you help me? So he said, I'll be with you in five minutes. And he literally ran off, he grabbed um, Tar Tyrone at the time. And before I'd left the car park, I'd had a phone call from, from Tyrone, who used to be on our eldership team, to say that he'd already put together a worship team. Come on. And we were able to put together a memorial service for my dad in Hillside Church. Tyrone ran it, uh, ran it. Brad came and did the the praise and worship for us. They didn't know who we were at all. They didn't, they didn't have a relationship with us, but they showed up. They made it happen. That's and awesome. that, Come yeah, on. that is why we're still here. Yay. Can, can we take two more? Just, I'm just very aware of time. Okay, there's a, okay, Elizabeth and then this gentleman over here. I can honestly tell you that we are at Hillside because of our children. Come on. Um, our children wanted to come to church, and when we started coming to Hillside, and that was very important to us that our children wanted to be here. And it's not us forcing our children to come, it's their choice to come to church in the morning, and they wanted to be here, so we came too. <laughs> not That's that awesome. we didn't want to come to church. <laughs> Um, but I find that it is so important that our children felt welcome to be here. Come on, that's amazing. Awesome. We've got a great kidsman, guys. And I think we just all love kids very well. Hello, my name's uh, Norman, and uh, we're visit, uh, visiting here. And we have been struck by the uh, openness of you guys to welcome us. We... Uh, have been to other churches where it's taken an awful long time to get integrated, but uh, as I say, we're actually going back to uh, the Western Cape next week, but we have been struck with the openness and friendliness of the folk here, and I would really encourage you to uh, embrace that and to continue to do it, um, because this church will grow, uh, because, um, uh, you know, Jesus wants us to love each other, and there's nothing worse than going to a church and not feeling part of it. Uh, but I think that I could say, and on behalf of my wife as well, that if we were living here, I think we would come here and uh, be very quickly integrated. And uh, we're actually parents of a couple who have been here only a few months, 
but they have been integrated very, very quickly, and, and they're really blessed to be here, and we're blessed to be part of this even for a short time. So keep up the good work. You're doing really well. Come on. And do it more, that's because awesome. that's what God's all about. Why don't we stand up and give ourselves a round of applause? Come on, we are amazing, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear your story if you've been encouraged by this episode. You can connect with us on Facebook or leave a review on our podcast.